Welcome back to the Jim Leach Show here on WMAY. Well, while most of us were watching the Super Bowl or maybe just enjoying the commercials or complaining about the halftime show or whatever it might be, a fair number of us here in Illinois were putting down tens of millions of dollars on wagers. And uh, sports betting continues to grow by leaps and bounds here in Illinois. I don't know very much about it, but to give us some insight and perspective on the growing sports wagering phenomenon here, Joe Buzel is with us with PlayIllinois.com. And Joe, welcome to the program. Great to have you here. Thanks for having me. Let's begin by having you just tell people about PlayIllinois.com. What is the site? What will people see when they go there? Sure. So PlayIllinois.com, we cover Illinois sports betting, casino news, et cetera. Uh, you can sign up for various sports books uh, at directly at our website and get really good deals with it. That'll be easier come March 5th once in-person registration goes away, which I imagine we'll talk about. But, uh, yeah, just we are kind of a one-stop shop for all Illinois sports betting news. You know, we're only a couple of years into this, and, uh, of course, uh, a lot of that was skewed by the pandemic. But people seem to have still found their way into the world of sports betting, and they are definitely taking advantage of it. Uh, but give us the numbers from the Super Bowl, the uh, the overall big-picture numbers, and, and put it in some perspective for us. How does that compare to other states where there's legalized sports betting? Sure. So, yeah, I'll touch on the numbers. The overall sports betting handle, which is just the amount, the total amount that people bet this year was $60.5 million. Uh, that was up about $15 million from last year. That resulted in about $1.4 million in tax revenue and about almost $10 million for the operators. Um, we don't have revenue from every state yet, but what I can tell you is you know, we have revenue reports from December, November of last year, and Illinois is typically in the top three among all states, uh, only trailing New Jersey and Nevada. However, New York just legalized sports betting, so Illinois is probably going to fall to number four because New York's probably, well, it looks like it's going to be the biggest market in the U.S., but, you know, there have been a lot of hindrances here with in-person registration, how you have to currently go to a retail sports book to sign up for an app. You can't just do it on your phone right now. Um but as you said, the pandemic, you know, created about seven or J.B. Pritzker had about a seven month executive order where people could download sports betting apps. And a lot of people took advantage. So that's probably the biggest reason why we're seeing the huge numbers uh, we're seeing for events like the Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll never know what that alternate universe was like when the pandemic didn't hit just as sports betting was getting underway. But as you know, people have uh, figured out a way to do this. And the overwhelming majority of wagers that were placed were placed online rather than at in-person sports books. That's right. Um, I compiled last week sort of the whole 2021 sports betting revenue numbers. Uh, 95.4% of the total amount of money bet was online. That means uh, a little less than 5% was in person at these casinos and retail sports books. So, yeah, I mean, what we've kind of seen um, and people I've talked to and just the numbers kind of show it is that in general, people like the convenience of their couch, obviously during a pandemic that helps, uh, but you like to be able to just pick up your phone and start betting as opposed to driving somewhere, even if it's close. Like I know Springfield's a tough there's not really a retail sports book near kind of depends where you are in the state uh some casinos are more accessible than others but yeah 
it's just in the the world is coming more digitized. I think sports betting clearly follows that trend. I want to come back to that because I'm somebody who kind of likes the atmosphere of a casino, and I, I think there's other kind of advantages to it. But but as you noted, the trend seems to be pointing toward the uh, the online wagering. Before we get into that, though, uh, give me just a, a quick sports betting 101 because I don't uh, I, I've never placed a wager myself. Uh, typically, are are people doing this in kind of relatively low stakes big picture bets like i'm i'm betting on the the rams to beat the Bengals, or i'm betting on uh the the over under uh or you know what where are people really putting their money when they're making these sorts of wagers sure so i can go over some of the super bowl like data what we saw it's kind of about 50 50 with one half of that being your classic you know Bengals beat the rams or rams covered you know, beat the Bengals by at least four points, even though that didn't happen, or the over-under total, as you mentioned. So that's bucket number one, which we'll say is about 50% from what we saw the Super Bowl. The other half are prop bets, um, and then divided into that is like player prop bets or novelty props. So I can give you an example of the most uh, popular popular player prop. That is tough to say. Uh, <laughs> at FanDuel was Odell Beckham Jr. or Cooper Cup scoring a touchdown, which they both did. Yeah. Uh, so people who bet on that, that was good for them. The most popular novelty prop was no field goals hitting the upright at minus 550. I, to my knowledge, that did not happen. So people would have won if they bet that. Um, or things like the coin toss, which you can't do for a normal NFL game, but you can for the Super Bowl. So I would say it's kind of a 50-50 split between just your the first things you think of with sports betting, but then these kind of side smaller markets are becoming a lot more popular with sports bettors. You know, I, 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 I don't know if it's possible to quantify this, but it, does anything stand out as sort of a, a weird or improbable prop bet that actually happened and somebody would have cashed in quite a bit on it? Are, are you aware of anything like that from this Super Bowl? Oh, man, that's tough. Well, I guess one is um, just off the top of my head. Is that you could bet on the color of the Gatorade that was poured on the winning coach's head, and there were like six different options. And I want to say it was blue. I think you're right. No, I think you're right. I think it was. Yeah, and, you know, there are like six, seven different options. So, like, how the heck are you supposed to (laughs) actually predict that? Um, But I'm sure people did. And if you bet on blue, which is the Rams team color, you probably cashed out pretty big because I would imagine, you know, there was no clear favorite for a market like that. We're talking with Joe Buzel. He is the lead analyst at PlayIllinois.com, uh, a sports betting and gaming site here in, in Illinois. And, and Joe, as you mentioned, the overwhelming majority of these wagers are, are being made online, uh, and there are not that many sports books, although there are projects uh, underway to add more, including at uh, pro sports arenas in Chicago. Uh, do you anticipate we'll see more in-person wagering opportunities, or is this really going to be largely an an online industry? Yeah, I think you're going to see both the in-person and online industries grow. Um, I think the in-person industry is going to grow because, like you said, there's going to be more and more retail sports books at Chicago arenas. Um, But there's also going to be six new casinos over the next several years because of the gaming expansion that was passed in 2019. Um, there's a casino that's been greenlit in Rockford. I know down in Williamson County, there's going to be another one. There's a few more throughout the state. They're probably all going to have retail sports books so that you have that. But then also, as I mentioned earlier, on March 5th, this in-person registration requirement will go away. Um, and then we're going to see more online sports books launch too. It's going to be a lot easier for everyone in the state to sign up for whatever sports book they want to sign up for. 
Um, so, yeah, I think that both of these are going to grow. But if I had to guess, I think just the potential for online is a lot higher. Um, and so I think that's definitely the future. I don't want to be a downer with this because I know that most people do this responsibly. They wager just a little bit. They have some fun, maybe make a few bucks, maybe lose a few bucks. Uh, but it certainly seems like if you're just sitting there on your couch doing this, it could be easy to get carried away with all of this or to, you know, if you have a, a in a regular season, uh, NFL season, have a, a bad first round of games, then to try to double down and make some of your money back in the, the late window of games. Uh, is there any concern about that particularly with the online betting that it could get out of control or are there safeguards built in against that yeah it's definitely a concern um i think it's something that i we can only stress you know only bet what you can afford um treat this like entertainment like you're going to a movie for an experience don't expect to win long term even though it's obviously really fun and you want to win um the sports books generally they do have responsible gaming campaigns I would also, I know there are hotlines um, that the state of Illinois provides for those who have issues gambling. Um, and I do think that's a concern. I, I ultimately think it's a positive in the long run, and it's a good source of entertainment for people. It's good tax revenue for the state. But, yeah, I think the, stu- uh, the state did a study a few years ago that showed, you know, uh, a single-digit percentage of people who bet turn into problem gamers. And while that may not sound like a lot, you know, when people are betting this much, it, it's not an insignificant number. So it's definitely a concern. Uh, but I also think that like anything, it's just all about moderation and staying within your means if uh, if possible. $60 million is a fair amount of money for a, a single sporting event on one day. Uh, and yet we're a state of, you know, 12, 13 million people. So it certainly seems like there's room for growth there. Uh, do you see this getting a, a lot bigger in, in years to come? And, and, you know, just thinking out loud here, not that this is ever going to happen but if the bears ever got back into a super bowl how crazy would that be oh man i'm not counting on that but that would be <laughs> insane um yeah i i think uh i think what you'll see is once we have a full year of online registration um i think next year's super bowl numbers are going to be significantly higher than these these are actually low like they sound like a lot and they are but they were lower than what i was expecting and i think a lot of that can be attributed to this in-person requirement um I think next year, once we have several more months of people being able to sign up online, that you're going to see, you know, sniffing maybe a hundred, not a hundred million, maybe like 80 or so, 85 million in handle. Um, And I think, yeah, it's just something that's becoming more and more popular. But as you said, I I also hope that these sports books are more forward with their responsible gaming messages um, because, like you said, that's definitely a concern. I'll be the first one to admit that even if I wanted to try to get my feet wet in this, I don't really know a lot of the parlance. I don't know a lot of the different wagers or, you know, I I don't want to, you know, (laughs) go online or or go into a sports book and and look like a complete novice here. Is there any place I can go to get kind of a a sports betting 101? Yeah, if you go on playillinois.com and use our search feature and basically ask any question you want to ask my guess is we would have an article on it um you could also follow me on twitter at play underscore illinois feel free to dm me uh tweet at us and i'm responsive on there and our team is responsive on there but uh yeah we have a lot of resources on our website but also just on social media or we can help you out how much uh, is everybody sweating out the uh, the baseball season still in a lockout at this point? Uh, and we know that's been a source of some uh, you know sports betting revenue as well. But if they don't get the season underway on time, what does that do to the industry? Yeah, I think that's kind of an underrated story that no one's really talking about. Um, 
because everyone, you know, the sports betting industry is really focused on the Super Bowl and March Madness because those are just big events. But the thing about baseball is it has volume in its favor. There are just so many games every day. Um, in the summer, it's the most popular sport, and it doesn't have that much competition. So if we get to a point where, and I don't think this will happen, if we get to, like, June or something and there's still no games, I think you're going to see really low sports betting totals because there's not much else to bet on. Um, I'm hopeful that we, you know, if, even if the season is delayed, that it's not delayed to that extent. But I guess you never know. It doesn't seem like these negotiations are going too well from what I've seen. Joe Buzel, lead analyst at PlayIllinois.com. We really appreciate the insight. We'd love to have you back from time to time to talk about more sports betting issues as they arise. In the meantime, go check out the site, PlayIllinois.com. Joe, thanks a lot for your time this afternoon. We appreciate it. Yep, thanks so much for having me.